0: Let's pray. Father in heaven, we hear the voice of the master calling, the Holy Spirit speaking. The question is, what will we decide? What decision will we make? What path will we take? Who will be our Lord? We know that you will speak to us this morning. May we hear and learn and live. Amen. We are just about to cross the bridge from 2017 to 2018. A day to go after today. What kind of year has 2017 been for you? Some ups, some downs, some pain, some gain, what a journey a year can be. When I was in college and would get bored in classes, I would make a life chart map and start the year I was born. You can ask Pastor Jeff because he figured it out first service. I gave away numbers and he computed it and made the number. I would put the year I was born, the year I went to kindergarten, the year I graduated from high school, the year... And, and in college, that was it. I was still in college. And, I had 22 23 years on that life map the years I lived in Ohio the years I lived in Pennsylvania the years back in Ohio and wondering what lies ahead well today with 55 years so do the math I'm now on my second page in college there was that one page now I'm on the second page of that life map what is your life map look like? Where are you? What do you write next to 2017? And what will be written in 2018? As believers, we look to the Scriptures for guidance, for comfort, for strength. And the Old Testament is made up of three main sections. And I chose my favorite texts from the Bible to share with you today, three of them. They all come from the Old Testament. New Testament's a little scary, revolutionary, pretty demanding. Jesus is pretty tough. The Old Testament... Is where i find my favorite texts and the old testament we have the law genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy we're very good in the law we know the law law is good we are not against the law we are pro-law then we have all those great prophets major and minor but then we have some literature that sometimes we don't spend a lot of time in and it's called the wisdom literature so today We're going to look to the wisdom literature as we prepare to take our first steps into 2018. So here they are, ranked in order. My number one favorite text in the Bible. You know it. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust. I think we heard them sing about that. Didn't we hear that? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. So today we're going to focus on your heart, my heart, your path, my path, and who is your Lord. I brought some props, they're not gifts, don't get excited. I have a trophy here, Gary, it's a golf trophy. Like all golf trophies in my house, they belong to my father. (laughs) But they look nice in my office, they're great, Uh, you know how they raise them up and hold them. Uh, this was one of my dad's golf trophies from 1994 in Kettering, Ohio, the Zipper Open. The Zipper Open. Put your mind in a good spot. When my dad was 42, he had open-heart surgery at 42. This golf tournament was only for people who had had open-heart surgery, thus the term Zipper you know, all the clamps and the zipper. And so he played in the zipper open. Uh, Our family has a very long history with heart issues. Like I said, my dad had a heart attack, open heart surgery when he was 42 years old. And that just happened in the winter of 1978 in Ohio, which was a blizzard. It was a blizzard of 78 in Ohio. And to get to the hospital, uh, someone from the church had to come pick up my mom and take us in their four-wheel drive. And heart issues are a part of our family history. But enough about that. Question to you. How is your heart today? Your heart. How is your heart today? What's weighing on your heart? What are you carrying on your heart? We'll get to that in a second. Maybe more important is who has your heart? When I went to Andrews University, I was very excited because there were hundreds of girls that were dating opportunities. You go from little high school to Andrews University, and I met this lovely little Puerto Rican. When I was in seminary, and we started dating, and the first sentence she taught me in Spanish was, Mi corazon es totalmente tuyo. Okay, a lot of Spanish speakers here, okay, that's good. Mi corazon es totalmente tuyo. Translated means, she didn't tell me what it meant at first, but it means, My heart is totally yours. She taught me this, Nadine taught me this about week four that we were dating. And I used to always tell her, I really like you. I really, really like you. She said to me, you know, I don't know how it is in your culture, but in my culture, what is the difference between like and love and i said okay here we go this is serious we dated for nine weeks and were engaged she asked and i said yes And actually, you're getting all the details that I, I didn't give to the other services. This, you stay for this service, you get it all. It was Christmas in Puerto Rico. Uh, we were in her, her family's house in her living room. The Christmas tree was there. It was about midnight. And uh, I asked her to marry me, and she said yes. And that was 30 years ago, December 1987. So... She has my heart. She knows that. God knows that. So, who has your heart today? Where is your heart today? Who have you given your heart? You know, on Facebook, there's, our texting, you have emojis, emojis, people are sending hearts, people are hearting this, liking that. But the really serious question for you, for each one of us is, who have we given? our hearts, too. Who have you given your heart? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So your heart, your heart. Let's go to prop number two. Flashlight, okay? I'm going to go back before Nadine in my life. When I was in academy... Somebody had the bright idea, let's take a whole bunch of academy kids to the Smoky Mountains to go camping and hiking. What could go wrong? (laughs) So they took about 30 of us. I think there were about six adults, 30 academy kids. We went hiking. We went out. I think it was Mount Mitchell. They said it was the highest point there. We spent all day hiking to the top, taking the paths, got to the top, beautiful sunset and then you know what, it got dark, it got dark and it had taken us five hours to climb up in the light. So the leader said, okay everybody, take out your flashlights. Gary, I'm proud to say that I was one of five who brought a flashlight. We were on top of the mountain, in the dark, 30 of us with five flashlights. We put one at the front, one at the back, a few in the middle. We stumbled and bumbled and tripped our way down to Gatlinburg. It took us eight hours to get back. So we got back about two o'clock, and all of us got back. It's good, right? In life, as you go down your paths, you need scripture and guidance and light along the way. And as I spoke about that life map, each of us has a life map. And you're at a certain spot today. I looked at my life map, 55 years, and I figured from kindergarten... To my last year at principal at Forest Lake Education Center in 2015, for 46 year, 47 years, I was in school for 46 years, counting student and teaching. In that chunk of my life map, 46 of 47 of going to school, what's, what's going on in your life map? Where have you put most of your time, your energy? Where are you today as 2017? comes to an end. Life takes us along many paths. There are some, we saw them here, that are on the path of childhood. We can't go back to that. It was a good time for a lot of us, for some maybe not so much. Those young people are on the path of childhood. Maybe you're on the path of adolescence, which is a landmine, Today, to be an adolescent, I don't want to be an adolescent today. I did it once. Once was good enough. Today, many may be on the path of adolescence. Young adulthood, which we as a church are going to put more focus on and we need to really thinking about as the church ages, what are we doing with our young adults? Some of you are on the path of dating and falling in love. Some of us are on the path of marriage, some on the path of divorce some on the path of being single here's one of my favorites the path of parenthood that's a path you never get off (laughs) you never get off it my three are adults and even as adults you're still father and mother with somewhat of a diminishing role to play or a differing role to play but always a financial role to play we, we have a fun little story in our house. They call mom for advice and dad for money. That's how our house operates. Some of you may be on the path that involves prodigal children or prodigal grandchildren. Some of you are on the path of prosperity. Some are on the path of poverty. Many of us, I know 2017 involved the path of illness and in the community we live in with a lot of senior citizens and a lot of hospitals and a lot of families illness is something that I haven't said for the other services but uh, Jeff and Alicia thank you for allowing us to come on your journey and for allowing us to love you and care for you and they have been very courageous and opening and we're very thrilled that Alicia's coming through it and 2018 is going to be a magnificent year for her and for the Patterson family many of us are in the path of pain it may be mental physical emotional many are walking the path through the valley of the shadow of death My roommate right now is my best friend from college and academy, Ian Agard, he's here in Orlando. His father is very ill and last night was put into hospice of the comforter and they're walking that valley through the shadow of death, path of loss and grief, healing caregiving, loneliness, senior citizenship. It goes on and on and on. Some of you may be on the path of negativity. And if you're on that path, you can change directions. God can change the way you think and look at life. There was a man who had three hairs. Three hairs. And he woke up in the morning and he braided his three hairs and he said, Lord, thank you for the three hairs that I have to braid. The next morning he woke up, he had two hairs, so he parted his hairs (laughs) and he said, Lord, thank you for the two hairs that I have. Well, the next day, you know, he woke up and he had one hair and he combed his one hair and he said, Lord. Thank you that I have a hair. The next morning came. There were no hairs left. He said, thank you, Lord, that I don't have to spend so much time taking care of my hair (laughs) every morning. Our circumstances, and I've fallen into negativity, I'm not going to pretend that I'm perfect but many of the the paths that we walk down, we can look for positivity. Illnesses can bring us in contact with people that we would never have contacted. Caring for someone else can teach us humility. If we're lonely and we interact with others, we can become less lonely. I just look forward to. Somebody please do, with, do this with me today. Please come up and tell me how you wish this was a more friendly church. Please do that. Because I love when people say, I wish this church was more friendly. I say, you know what? Let's you and I together do what we can to make it a more friendly church. Nobody pays attention to me. Nobody cares. Pay attention to Somebody care about somebody nobody prays with me pray with somebody you know what you pray with someone there's a good chance they'll pray with you so we have all these paths we're all on them you're on them i'm on them here's the takeaway take this away no matter what path you're on god is there walking with you no matter Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. So as we walk these paths, we have an important decision to make. Who is our Lord? Who is your Lord? In 1999, my dad was in the hospital for the last time with heart surgery, valve surgery, and he had a Lutheran chaplain who was a woman. How about that? Lutheran chaplain woman who ministered to our family and ministered to him, and she gave him this cross. I was amazed she gave it to him. And she said her son made it. It's wood, it's very intricate, Um, it's at my office at home. It's one of those things from my dad when he passed that I wanted to keep as a memory. Try to put it here so it doesn't break. Who is your Lord? For first century Christians, this was a matter of life and death because they lived under the rule of Caesar, who you had to say, Caesar is Lord, Caesar is King. Caesar is God. And they would not say that. And many of them lost their lives over that. So I ask you today who is your Lord in your life? Who do you serve with all your heart? Who's the Lord of your time and talents? Where do you park your mind? Where do you spend your time? Who do you worship? I hope you worship every day. Saturday is the Sabbath, but it's not the only day to worship. I hope you worship Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I hope you worship every day. Who do you worship? Who has your allegiance, your heart, your loyalty, your devotion, your love? So think in the light of your heart, your path, your Lord. I'm gonna read this text to you three times with the emphasis on different things. The first one is your heart. Just let it roll over you, just think about it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Heart, path, now Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. So in 2018, you may need to change your heart. You may need to change your path. You may need to change who is Lord of your life, who has the ultimate allegiance. But question, why wait to 2018? We still have time in 2017. Why not ask God to change your heart today, right now? Why not trust him with whatever path you are on today? Why not ask Jesus to be Lord of every area of your life? Whatever your largest worry is, give it to him. We went on a mission trip in Academy to the Caribbean and my mom was on the trip and I was bugging her with questions and she said, Steve, with the airport, why don't you go over there in the corner? Why don't you worry for all of us over there? You take all your worry over there and we'll stay over here and try to figure out some solutions. So I'm going to admit, we in life worry about things and here's how crazy my mind is. I have always worried about things and they work out. So I worry if I stop worrying, they won't work out. How do I fix that? I would challenge you and I to stay focused on these three things every day of of your life, your heart, your path, your Lord. And in 2018 here at the Forest Lake Church, we'll be focusing on our mission to live the gospel and we've come up with a theme for the year that we've put together this picture, heart to heart. We want to go with the theme, live the gospel, heart to heart. Everybody, take your heart and reach out to another person and share another person and help another person and be loving to another person. May our hearts encounter each other. If our hearts are full of Jesus, when we go out of here and encounter hearts that may have hatred or other things in it, we can engage them and let the Holy Spirit change them. You'll be hearing a lot more of this. Pastor Jeff and others will be doing a series on this theme for next year. Second favorite favorite Bible text. I'm sure you know this, but I want you to read it in light of this, your heart, your path, your Lord, the 23rd Psalm. Good place to go at the end of the year. The Lord, is your shepherd, my shepherd, I shall not want. He, the Lord, makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads us, me, you, I, beside the still waters. He restores your soul. He leads you, me all of us in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I love this as we walk our paths. Yea, we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We will fear no evil. And here's your takeaway again. For you, Lord, are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I really like this one. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. I cannot wait to taste that table and not so much for the food, but to be sitting with Jesus and eating it. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies, you anoint our head with oil My, our cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. Promise here, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So wherever your heart is, whatever path you're on, whoever is your Lord, you can trust your heart and path to Jesus. Okay, last text. About 13, 14 years ago, stressful time in life, worth, work issues, other issues, all kinds of things going on. I guess you could call it midlife crisis, whatever, midlife stress. I found a text, I put it on a nice little card, I carried it in something, maybe you guys remember these things called briefcases. <laughs> I have three of them at home. If you donate them places, people don't even take them for free because nobody uses briefcases much anymore. It's all electronic. But in my briefcase, I had this card that I wrote down, Psalm 22, 4 and 5. This was after my dad passed, so this text grabbed me. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. I read that over and over and over again. And he does deliver in different ways in different times. He does heal. 13 years ago, I would have never dreamt that I'd be a pastor at the Forest Lake Church preaching to you all right before the new year. Was coming. Never would have dreamed. And let me tell you, God wants to take you, no matter where you are, whatever age you are, wherever you are in your journey, God wants to take you places you cannot even imagine. And the final place he's going to take us to is going to be really, really good. So here you go. God knows your heart. He sees your paths, he's always with you. What should we worry about? What should we be afraid of? What can man do to us if we trust in him? Let's pray. Father in heaven, time is nothing to you. It means a lot to us because we have a limited amount of it here on this earth. But when we're in Christ, we have eternal life as a promise. I pray for each one of us here, the paths that we are on. I pray for every heart that is here that is heavy or happy or ho- hopeful. Lord, we, I pray that each one of us will make you Lord of our lives and trust you in all things. And as we cross the bridge, and say goodbye to 2017, we walk into 2018 with Jesus as our shepherd, leading the way, trusting in him. Amen.